All right. Uh, well, if we're recording, uh, how how does uh, uh, what's what's your format? Uh, how do you introduce games and guests and all that good stuff? Hey, everybody. This is Alex from One Hour One Offs, the only actual play podcast with a timer. You can find us at One Hour One Offs on Spotify, Twitter, and wherever else you find podcasts. All right, there we go. <laughs> so that's what's happening. It just that was that. Um, we're playing. I don't actually know the name of this game. Today. Uh, yeah. Uh, so hi, I am James D'Amato. I am the author of uh, the. Oh my gosh! I'm, of course, I'm going to forget the title of my own book, The Ultimate RPG uh, Game Master's World Building Guide. Uh, it is a collection of prompts, activities, and mini games uh, to help you create and customize uh, game worlds for role-playing games and. You know, really, what other, whatever sort of fiction uh, you might be developing a world for. The whole idea of this book is to gamify the process of creating setting elements for world building, uh, to make it easier and more fun to engage with, uh, to you know, take take a little bit of the load off uh, the 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 GM shoulders uh, as as they're managing their games. Um, and like I said, the book not only has like prompts and exercises and whatnot, but it also has like basically uh, little, like miniature games built into it uh, to help you do certain world building stuff. So the game that we're going to be doing today that I've pulled out for us is called Time to Face the Strange. It is uh, it can be played solo or as a multiplayer uh, mini game, and it's designed to prompt you through creating uh, changes to a world through revolutionary technology. So we're going to be drawing cards that will give us prompts, and I'm going to be working with Alex to together. Uh, I guess unless you have a setting uh, in mind that that you wanted to alter with technology. I guess we would be uh, working with a world that very much resembles our own world. Yeah, well, actually, very conveniently, the setting that I would be wanting us to work on looks very much like our Aha. own, but altered with technology. So Perfect. <laughs> well, hey, uh, th that's kismet, uh, if I've ever heard it. Um, yeah. So I, I think uh, for the two of us, I think we should each manage two... Uh, revolutions. In other words, uh, okay. we're, we're going to be drawing uh, a, a card uh, initially that will give us a industry uh, where this technology is coming from, uh, and, and we'll each all right, all have right. two cards. So why, why don't you uh, draw draw a card? We'll, we'll get started with yours. Yeah, I'm, I'm like deciding my fate here, mm. but as if I can tell which one I'm picking, yeah. I'm very indecisive. This this game um. is played with a standard deck of playing cards uh, ranged. I, I don't know if listeners to this show are familiar with King's Cup, but the uh, face down deck of cards is arranged in a ring on the table and players draw cards from that ring. Obviously, we're not in the same place, so I, I will not be able to draw cards. But if that ring gets broken at any point while we're playing, uh, it will start a special doomsday event for us. So, uh Ooh, that'll be that'll be super fun, um, especially if you're working with a, an established setting for yourself. Uh, you'll yeah. have to deal with that. Um, so, what, what what have you got on your first draws? Yeah, so I drew first the five of spades and second the jack of hearts. All right, five of spades. Um, 
Spades uh, is a communication technology, and the prompt for five is a new application developed for a common platform. Um, Ooh. So uh, the, the world that, that you've got that's just like ours uh, is that uh, a one with like around the same time period too? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like a pretty, pretty modern setting. Um, it'd be, I would love to use like a, or sorry, it, it is a modern like right now mm -hmm. setting. I don't know that I'd want to like canonize things like covid ah yes <laughs> um, of course okay <laughs> yes because oh. uh, that's always the dangerous thing when people talk about modern it's like uh... I, yeah you forget when you live in unprecedented times and you set yourself in modern times then you've got a lot of weird baggage uh, uh... on the bright side we have a very easy doomsday event ah uh, that's should we? <laughs> true that's fun um yeah well okay so yeah so this is then going to either be like a phone or web application we we can decide that kind of based on uh the changes that it makes to the world but that's a good jumping off point mm -hmm. and your other one you said was the queen of what jack oh, of jack hearts. of hearts jack of hearts is medicine and a jack Ooh. is a treatment or medicine that completely changes the mortality rate for a common type of injury or illness Bernie Sanders gets elected. Uh, well, no. So this is this is something that would be disconnected. There are things that uh, we yes, could yeah. attribute to uh, getting universe, uh, universalized healthcare. Uh, <laughs> but it, this would be like a like a magic, this, not magic, but like a new, you know, like one of those futuristic cancer treatments actually works. Yeah, yeah. Like. This this is a, a a specific treatment that that really changes the game on on certain things. Uh, so you know yeah. what. Uh, and this, I think we can kind of decide and uh, define what, you know, yeah. common, uh, like, injury, you know, that, that has a decent mortality rate do we want to have a new treatment for that completely changes it. It's not an injury with a mortality rate, but something that popped into my head was, like, something that lets you sleep less. Okay... Like, you only need, like, two, three hours of sleep kind of thing, which would, like, really shake things up. That would, that would absolutely shake things up. I will say there are prompts uh, that we get that are closer to that. So, um, All right. All right. Uh, and I only say that because I might draw uh, something very yeah. similar to that. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, let, let's, let's, let's focus on uh, injury, um, uh, focus on, like, certain things. Like, what if... Uh, huh, no, we kind of already have that. I think I think like skin cancer, like specifically from the sun, Ooh. like like some sort of treatment or sunscreen that you like only have to apply like once a summer or even just like maybe once period and you're just like protected from damage from UV light. Yeah, ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, let's even let's make it a little creepier. Let's uh, I, I can't remember <laughs> I what like the UV rays are like solar B UV rays or whatever oh, the ozone layer yeah. protects us from. What if like, yeah, there's just a gene therapy treatment that's like, hey, not only are you not going to get sunburns anymore, but hey, when we do let that hole in the ozone. You actually just I can see you talking, but I can't hear you. Technology is weird because, like, sometimes it's beautiful and amazing, 
and changes the world. And then sometimes things that you use every day just don't work for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Sometimes it's just this. All right, but I am I am back. Uh, okay. So um, yeah, it is. Uh, you know, any anything that uh, we can treat with this kind of gene therapy, it makes that sort of radiation not an issue. Uh, so it protects us from a common problem now. Uh, uh, skin cancer and protects us from a looming threat of worse skin cancer uh, that, that we could get <laughs> yes. in the future. Also, um, potentially, I, when the poles flip, we'd be fine because that just mm -hmm. shred our whole ozone layer by itself. Well, I mean, I don't think we'd be fine because I do think all the other living things in the planet also kind of. Uh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> there's some there's some stuff there, but uh, let's... this is also the first step towards uh, no space suit uh, spacewalks. Oh, that's true. Absolutely, getting out there in your space bikini, just the way <laughs> we envisioned it in the night in 1960s sci-fi. <laughs> exactly, uh, the retro right. future is now. Let's uh, let's let's draw my cards uh, and, and see what I'm working with here. All right. Do you have like a, a quadrant that you? Nah. Prefer? Just just pull them, pull them from anywhere. Pull them from All different right. spots. We're gonna go like three o'clock from my perspective and like ten o'clock. And that is ooh the four of spades and the four mm -hmm. of diamonds. All right, four of spades is going to be communication. And my prompt there is a new program for news or entertainment. Hey, that's easy one. Great. Um, and four of diamonds is going to be transportation. And that is a new method for transporting non-living goods. Um, great. I am going to say, uh, we'll go with, with a classic here for the non-living goods. I want a space elevator uh, for mm. sure. Like who doesn't want a space who, elevator? Who does not want a space elevator? We, we, it is not safe enough to move humans, but we can definitely uh, pump uh, like material, mm. especially for space stations into space. But I think more importantly, we can start removing some of the junk that is floating around the planet from space uh so we don't get a cataclysmic uh cascade of satellites yeah. that uh, destroy Just all of our and, yeah. technology yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cough cough uh starlink yeah okay cool um and for the for the news or entertainment program i kind of want to see what changes it makes to the world before i define exactly mm -hmm. what it is so can now, i make a proposal for the elevator real quick Oh, yes, please. Um, I, I like the idea that it's not unsafe for humans because it's, like, rickety or, like, it breaks a lot. But just, that like, however it works, it's only efficient to operate it at, like, insane speeds. Oh. And so you just, like, you'd squish if you tried to ride it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I really, really like that. So, you know, there, there are spacewalk teams that need to receive equipment or whatever. And, like, I, I often think about like what the process for cleaning space junk up is, is going to be like, big is it going to be, yeah, like <laughs> a, a big focused magnet that we're just using to like the, the problem that, that I have with that. I'm like, wouldn't that also potentially risk some of like these cascade events that we're concerned about? But like, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. That is a thought. The, the one idea I had was like, 
like intentionally temporary satellites where you just like once they hit enough stuff and just like collect it you just cut their fuel and let them burn up an atmosphere yeah i, I mean th there's there's a lot of cool stuff with that for for yeah. those that um maybe don't uh aren't into the same uh fringe uh <laughs> like how is, how is how is how uh, is our apocalypse gonna hit us uh Right now, the satellite networks that we rely on for a lot of our modern infrastructure, uh, like, like they're up there with all the dead satellites and whatnot, and they're pretty close together. And if kind of one of them falls out of place in the wrong way, there is a chance that it will collide with another object and explode and fill the area with more junk, which will then collide with other objects and explode eventually making it impossible for us to kind of put new things up there and also taking down our entire GPS network at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it could be very, very bad. And we're always a random happenstance away from that <laughs> happening. Uh, yeah, because unfortunately, small space junk is way worse than big space junk because you can't see or detect or avoid it, really. And it's like just as bad, basically, because a small hole in a thing will still break most space vehicles because it's all moving very <laughs> yeah. very fast yeah. uh so this this space elevator uh magnet solution or temporary satellite solution that we're discussing are going to be things that we need probably within the next couple decades uh, <laughs> yeah definitely order... we will see something like this or <laughs> um but yeah this is this is fun and we're having fun right now and not yes. thinking about how fragile our modern society is r slash an interesting dystopia <laughs> uh interesting times indeed okay okay so now let, let's talk about changes so uh we're yes. gonna draw follow-up cards uh actually for... before we do that i have a yes. quick question about the format of the game yes so you said when the circle breaks mm -hmm. am i allowed to touch the cards you, you are allowed to touch okay. the cards. The idea is you're you're not allowed to, like, fix the circle if you see it breaking. Like, I'm not allowed to redistribute it? Uh, yeah, try try to avoid that. Like, if you just don't, if you see, like, a potential break happening, just pick from a different area. You know, yeah. just like King's Cup, you know, exactly. eventually that that ring is going to break and yeah. somebody's going to break like, it. But if I, like, pick and move a card, I am allowed to... Yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh you have to stop yourself from actually fixing the ring, but if you should yes. pick something up that happens to solve part of your problem, well that's fine. That's just clever <laughs> gamesmanship. True, true. Okay. Now that I Yeah. So so for this uh we're going to uh do follow-up cards uh this will bring us to a different table and tell us how these different things change society um and i recommend just laying these changes on top of the initial card mm. so we know which idea it's attached to okay so another two each another two each all right i got the eight of hearts which goes on my communication all right, uh, so we'll, we'll start addressing that. Eight of hearts uh, is going to be a social change. And okay. uh, that makes sense. it creates fervent opposed factions, which <laughs> enter heated conflicts. Uh, there is a group of people, I think, extremely against this gene therapy treatment. No, this is the communication one. This is my... Oh, oh. yeah. Um. 
Okay. This is my like new. This is my five of spades. The like yeah, your new, new application. I think like, I mean, to an extent. What if it's like five G? Like mania, yeah. but to but but I like the idea of there being a reality to it. Okay, so yeah, th- this is probably an augmented reality app then, right? Like, Ooh. you know, this this is the first step into a true AR lifestyle and world. And like, I think whatever HUD you get uh, really draws you into a different dynamic of life. And mm. everybody who doesn't have one has got to think like, well, these are super dangerous. How can that not be a distraction driving and all these other arenas of life and everybody, everybody who is invested in this app, like it, it's hit a consumer stage where there's a critical mass where like, well, now you can't get rid of it. So and whatever negative see, changes, like people are yeah. going to be defensive about. I see a, a, like a late stage version of this where even like different uses or like versions of the HUD could have, opposing factions within users like oh yeah you know like like do you you know like you know are you like racing specialized or you know all these different things like because these people would effectively be living in different worlds once you kind of have it on forever perfect perfect so that 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 is the first thing the first thing that comes out after this is invented it hit the market is immediately there's a huge group of people that is very pro this and a huge group of people that is very against this and things are getting quite heated about it i like it and then i drew the three of spades on uh uv gene therapy spades is personal i'm gonna start taking notes on this just that is this adds a host of new inconveniences to everyday life that people slowly come to accept. Goodness. I kind of think that maybe it's not gene or like the gene therapy. It, it Maybe it's like kind of like the way certain forms of HRT are distributed in that like there's a patch or something. So it's not that it's like, this is this is definitely a product, uh, a, a, a personal like medical choice that, that people have where instead of putting on sunscreen, you go on this gene therapy patch. Um, and that comes with it, a bunch of other side effects, but yeah. there's apparently a very clear marketing thing like, hey, this will make it so that you don't have to deal with sunscreen anymore and who loves doing that? And also, should a disaster occur, you will be inoculated against solar B radiation. I like the idea of it somehow, like the side effects involving like, I want to say faster aging, but that seems like way too harsh of a, like that seems like exactly the thing that this would be proposing to prevent. Yeah, this, this so like this is, adding inconven- inconvenience yeah. is is the importance of this uh which i i think means uh some of the legislation that maybe popped up around this is people have to like now that this treatment is around and kind of available like let's say that it got so popular and so commonplace that now it's kind of weird to not have it 
And so sunscreen isn't as easily available for people who don't have it. And also, if you are going to visit a beach at like a resort or whatever, they need you to sign either an affidavit affirming that you have this treatment or a waiver uh, uh, that, you know, I realize that I'm going to have to be using sunscreen at this beach. Like it, th this company is just trying to herd people in the direction of, well, you have to have this. This is this is basically like uh, vac vaccination. What if alongside that, like UV sterilization goes way up in popularity? Oh, so all yeah. of a sudden, like it's almost dangerous to be walking around without this treatment because like all the street lights are UV sterilizing the street and all that. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. It, it is like fluoride being in the water, but it actually <laughs> yeah. makes a huge difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. That is very creepy and I could easily see the world uh, uh, tilting in that direction to support a buck wild treatment. <laughs> that's that's the thing about like medical innovation in the u.s is you never know when we are going to wholly reject something that just makes sense or wholly embrace something that is absolutely completely bananas <laughs> yes <laughs> uh Cool, 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 cool. All right, uh, let's see. What, what are what, what's the first change that comes out uh, about because of the innovations that I have? All right, let me. Um, gonna just not break the circle there. <laughs> you got a four of spades, or sorry, on your four of spades, you now have a five of clubs. Five of clubs. Uh, clubs is going to be a change uh, of security and that is that's on your no wait no changes oh like uh, your yeah sorry something in my throat. I'm sorry that 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 should be political um, not security mm. um, and that is inspires a piece of legislation that dramatically changes uh, the law in a major world power. Okay, so the uh, four of spades was, was that, that was the your, TV? like media. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, hey, uh, hate to say this, this is one of those media networks that was purchased by a billionaire specifically to push some kind of agenda and it actually succeeds they they do a successful yellow journalism campaign mm. but to what what law do i want to change here i like the idea that this thing posed as very populist okay okay yeah and and like maybe even pretended to be starting some sort of revolution. Um, yep. And so we need to change a major law to bring about a revolution. And let's see, are they... What if it kind of got away from them? Ooh, ooh, I do like that. Um, Let's... Okay, let's 
yeah, if it got away from, I do like having some bit of light in this very bleak, bleak universe yeah. here. So Ooh. let's say that copyright laws irrevocably changed. Like uh, there mm. was this, like, I think they were, they they were trying to run like a, a false flag, mm-hmm. and like basically trying to create this group that was like against copyright. Yep. in order to to actually strengthen the opposition for like stricter copyright because like there's all these people trying to like take this this like sacred tenet of our economy but then this like this false flag they created actually gained popularity and then like maybe even overzealously obliterated copyright law yeah it it, it turns out uh that people saw this and they're like wow copyright is actually very sexy and cool uh, <laughs> and it turns out we pushed through a, a legislation that uh only individuals can hold intellectual property and yes. corporations cannot uh yes. which would change the world forever so much corporate espionage way. uh yeah yeah because all of a sudden you just have to literally hold all your secrets. <laughs> you you like yeah, you have to keep them secret and also like entertainment forever mm-hmm. changes. So oh I, god, the spin-offs on spin-offs on spin-offs. Yeah, like because of how disastrously this false flag went, I kind of feel like this is attached to an Elon Musk type figure. Somebody who thinks of themselves as very smart and canny. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I'll buy a media network to run a false flag operation. And they just made their opposition seem like really sexy and very cool. And uh, it destroyed, absolutely destroyed the way corporations function because they can't hold intellectual property anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what a great world. I wish I was living there. Let's pull the next card for our space elevator. Let me just put on my uh, put on my sun patch and go to the copyright office. Yep. <laughs> uh, you got the six of hearts on your four of diamonds. Six of hearts. All right. Um, hearts is again going to be a social change. And this imposes aspects of the culture of one nation on the rest of the world. So whichever nation develops these uh, space elevators, specifically, I do think they are space junk cleaning space elevators because that's such a fun idea. That like nation really has a big like foothold on other nations and how their telecom is going to operate because like you need these space elevators operating if you are going to have your gps and like internet connectivity running properly um so i i think man which country do i want to just like blow up on a big scale here I think maybe just because it's very clockwork orange, the first one that popped into my head was Russia. Ru- like, see, Russia, th- I feel like that happens too frequently. Yeah, it's it's uh, also very uh, Red Dawn. Yeah, so I, I'm going to instead do random country Ooh. generator. Oh, goodness, this could be very interesting. Yeah. If it's uh, like, like, you know, <laughs> like Laos. <laughs> Who would have thought that Laos made space elevators it's thailand baby i love it that is very interesting 
Yeah. Uh, so, like, Thailand develops these space elevators, and it, like, there is the space junk cleaning. So, literally, Thailand saves the modern world, uh, mm-hmm. which I, I want to emphasize heavily. Um, but also, uh, they have revolutionized, like, the next stage of space exploration and travel. Because mm. now, like, launch platforms can be developed, uh, you know, in addition to having mobile space stations, yeah. like, there are mobile uh, launching platforms, which means a lot of the, uh, like, space innovation is going through Thailand's space program, which I don't know much about uh, Thailand's space program right now, but I imagine it is not one of the more robust programs because I think that that really comes down to like uh, China being a big player and Russia being a big player and the U.S. not really being much of a player anymore. Um, <laughs> the the U.S. private the ISS. Ser- yeah, the U.S. private sector is doing a little, but. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, the U.S. private se- sector is finding a lot of really uh, flashy ways to break some very expensive stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then spending the rest of that effort on having overly aggressive nerds defend every failure. Um, yeah, so Thailand, like suddenly Thailand has the cheapest way to construct in space. You know, you still need rockets to get people up there to like build things, but like they can deliver materials like nobody's business. And a lot of the initial platform constructions and probably, you know, the first like settlement almost is like coming mm. off of Thailand, uh, which had a huge cultural ripple. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, just, I think, yeah. I was going to say, just like looking at the map one, I cannot believe I said Laos and it was Thailand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was, I was kind of blown away by that. Um, but two, I'm, I, I love the idea that somehow these are like ocean based like it's easier to to put them in the ocean and that's part of why they ended up developing it because they maybe they tried that and nobody else did um that's that's really really cool yeah like the whole gulf of thailand is now just like a a a cosmodrome that's so cool so imposes aspects of the culture of one nation on the rest of the world i mean I kind of think it's like astronauts and space exploration. Mm. It's back. All the media about baby. it as well. It's sexy. Yeah. Astronauts are heroes again. And, 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 and they're all Thai. And they're all Thai. And they're all like charismatic. And Thailand has like this fleet of like astronaut influencers and whatnot. Uh that are really, you know, reinvigorating uh, space exploration and recapturing <laughs> the public fascination with the idea of like exploration and settlement and discovery there, um, all through like these Thai space elevators. Yeah. I, so I've been I've been taking very simple notes on each of these, and the sentence I wrote for this was. Thailand is new sexy astronaut place. Yeah, of course, <laughs> makes total sense. Uh, the sentence a role player might write. Yes, uh, exactly. That's great. That's great. Uh, let, let's pull. Let, let's find out our next changes. Next round of changes. So that's going to be four more polls. We're going to do three rounds of this. So we've got two to go. 
Okay. Oof. That one's close. Ooh, another hearts. Am I allowed to pick which one I pick it, put them on, or is it in order? Uh, yeah, you, you know, like, just, just put... You, you don't have the definitions, so... It, oh, that's true. And and the, the suits change what they are through. Yeah, so, yeah, like, okay. hearts, hearts will be social changes, diamonds will be economic changes, clubs will be political changes, God, and okay. spades are personal changes. I'll, I'll put the hearts back on the media one. That, that may still make sense to me. Uh, so the five of hearts goes on our uh, oh on our AR goggles. All right, five of hearts. That is inspires new subculture identities. Yes. Well, that obviously, <laughs> obviously, that was going to happen with AR goggles. I think like I have an, I already have. I yeah, go for I it. Absolutely, want this to be. I think it's kids that basically have never been outside of these goggles. Ooh, like they're wow. both like like the way that like I mean, even my younger sister has like always known what an iPhone is. <laughs> you know, just like like and especially like the the higher class, not like higher class, but like the the richer kids basically that where their parents mm-hmm. like as soon as they can put one of these on their heads, they're buying it for them. And then they just never take it off. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, like, they just don't have a real concept or interest in a world that is not altered by AR in in some way. Yeah. Um, Oh, and they could have, like, maybe they see each other as avatars. Like, you you can design something that will appear in other people's AR goggles over you, basically. Yeah, I, I think I think like the avatar thing because it it says inspires new subculture identities. I, I think, yeah, that is the Perfect. way people present themselves. Yeah. You know that 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 is being changed. Like we uh, are getting a much richer awareness of the dynamics of gender identity. Like uh, with especially like a Gen Z sort of coming up and entering adult spaces and being able to redefine uh, kind of what what they see as like normal discourse surrounding this, uh, which, which has led to a much more robust understanding of gender. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. if your understanding of personhood was much, much different? Yeah. And so this is like a reality where the furries oh, God, have cause, won. Because you... <laughs> They, they win because you look in the mirror and that's you, you know, like, and you yeah. can change what you is even. Yeah. yeah. So like crazy. the subcultures are kind of like whatever you decide to decorate your avatar with, like, that's kind of who you hang out with. And like, yeah, there, there is like oh, the, the furries are poised to so... take over. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you could have like different filters or something where you can maybe like see different layers of, of it or something. And like, so you, so you can maybe like appear as one thing to some people, but and it could even be like a dog whistle for, for, you know, like you can only appear like, like something only appears to other people that have the right filter or something. Wow. Um, Ooh, I love that. So yeah, it allows people to live multiple different subculture identities in in a really compelling uh way i love this i love this yeah uh oh yeah this is like i mean this is very cyberpunk so you know 2077 you know like 
yeah th- this is i i mean this is honestly we are we're not far off from this because like i'm thinking of uh those like the vtuber trends and like especially I've, I've got a bunch oh, of like the twitch ones as well Have you yeah seen yeah the, uh, and like I've, I've got a lot of friends who are in the furry community who now have like ways to take their uh uh fursona their their fursona and like they exist in a digital space as kind of a perfect 3D rendering of this character. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of already happening in, in some ways, which is very and, cool. And I've seen you even, like, in, in VR spaces, kind of like you were saying, I've seen, like, therapies or or just kind of, like, chat rooms where people get to, like, speak as different personas and such, where it's, like, people can, can explore, ha- like, being different genders by, like, just changing their their persona in this vr room that they like there's no game associated with it it's just a room that you talk to other people in um and i've seen like soldiers telling telling Uh, like stories that they've not that's great had a chance to speak about before i love yeah so this is just stuff like identity is now on being considered on so many different dimensions than like physical ones or or what have you which is very cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hey, of the apocalypses that we face, Honestly, if like a we're just dealing with with Digit a uh, heavy VR world that you know our environment gets tanked, but we do <laughs> have a nice and robust VR reality to live in, that's not a bad apocalypse, as, also, as far as you know. Yeah, yeah. I also realized this isn't cyberpunk. This is altered carbon. Mm. <laughs> uh. Queen of Clubs is for UV light culture. All right. Ooh, I like this. This is a political change. Uplifts new or previously non-influential political power onto the world stage. Science. This. Expand on that idea. I I, I think the idea that, like... Because actually linking this almost with the copyright thing, mm-hmm. kind of parties, political parties almost become like scientific philosophies. Interesting. So whether it's like a what like to to a degree you're like running for funding slash support for different technologies or. That's right, because there's not a lot of profit in being the IP holder to a medical treatment or anything. It's probably anymore all going to be government contracts. Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah, the the science party becomes a heavily influential, like political player in the world yeah. stage. So maybe not even. Like, I don't want to imply that this is borderless because we do have, you know, liberal and labor parties that are across different countries and they do look very different from one another. But um, because like a major domino fell in the holding of copyright, like if the United States was not as insistent on copyright, boy, howdy, uh, would it be uh, not as prominent in our modern society in the way that it does. So. Yeah, that, that, that is fascinating. The the rise of, of science-based uh, parties and policy is extremely interesting. Um, I won't and say necessarily cool, but interesting. <laughs> I like the idea that it's called, like, 
that this would be too cheesy but like the uv party or something because like the first platform they ran on was either like these patches or this sterilization like countrywide sterilization program yeah yeah i i definitely uh think that that's it like it definitely seems oh. like uh <laughs> the really dystopian name would be like the sunlight party yeah that's probably <laughs> it though huh. mm. Yeah, that's what I said. When I said interesting, I'm like, oh, this is somehow going to be evil. I, I just know it. Gonna... Yes. Oh, uh, good. Well, um, yeah, the UV then... lights also kill happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, man. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 pull our our next changes here. Oh God, the tinfoil because... hats would have so much credence. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knowing them, though, Forest they would never plugs. question that. They never question anything real. Um, that's true. That's clubs. true. It would be all of a sudden this wearing is... a tinfoil hat would like keep the rays in. You know, <laughs> this is again political. They always switch here. Um, uh, and th this is uh, attached to which change is this? Oh, this is for copyright. Okay, becomes the focus of a major protest, violent conflict, or treaty negotiation. Um, I kind of like the yes. idea of, <laughs> I mean, it's treaty negotiation, right? Like, this is mm. on, on the world stage, like, uh, I guess, I get, yeah, this is the United States. I'm saying this is the United States. The United States has somehow figured out a way to pull copyrights away from corporations. It feels so good. Um, I guess every uh, con conservative Supreme Court justice died at the same time and got replaced <laughs> with some of the wildest They all got skin cancer. <laughs> yeah, like, because there's no way this gets through on legislation, but I could see, like, a court ruling being like, corporations can't hold copyrights. Get out of here. The entire society has changed. That's Bernie Sanders getting on the Supreme Court. That's what that oh is. my god! Yes, there's it's a like, one I didn't get to Supreme be, Court. <laughs> I didn't get to be president. Corporations can't hold copyright anymore. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my bird said so. But now, like it, international treaty negotiations, like especially international business deals, are wild. And oh, I especially like, from countries that do have copyright. Yeah, like think of like all major European powers. Like every every map that you see that highlights the countries that oppose lowering uh, copyright restrictions so that we can produce COVID vaccines and prevent an even worse virus from popping up. There are so many moneyed countries that don't want to do that because they're very attached to copyrights. But now you have a major trade power, a major world power, towing this line and possibly also many corporate entities trying to disown their United States based like exactly, things. Yeah. So there has to be a major negotiation that is like prevent, like the U S is probably wanting to prevent that exodus and create a world copyright system that makes sense to accommodate this new buck wild paradigm that they're pushing. 
And I have to imagine it gets extremely heated, especially as yeah. most of the yeah. media networks involved are like kind of trying to push against this, but like who knows how much power I mean, they yeah. have. This I mean, is why Disney wild. would just be like gripping tooth and nail against anything with this thing with this bill's name on it, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 It this is fascinating. So they've I'm they've say... copyrights for hundreds of like not hundreds maybe, but like uh, some of them are going on a hundred years, I think, if not more. I mean, yeah, well the I the copyright laws are kind of contingent on their IP generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. uh it's yeah this is so fascinating so yeah there is just a major major uh treaty negotiation happening like on the world stage because of this huge paradigm mm -hmm. shift and like corporations kind of acting as countryless entities uh, uh you know almost de facto sovereign nations in their own right like this is kind of pushing them in that direction a little bit so there is just a lot of I, I don't want to say that this is violent protests or anything like that yet, but like conditions are icy right now. Things could like that could very well result from this. The one thought that I had in terms of like physical, not like violence, but inter like interaction, quote unquote, would be like perhaps like a rush. So like as, as companies attempt to leave the U.S. to like protect their copyrights, basically. You know, I wonder if, like, Toyotas are getting, like, stripped on lots. Because now if you can figure out how a Toyota works, you can build one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, like, that's <laughs> that's that's its whole other can of worms, right? Like, yeah. oh, man. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Um, let's, uh... Oh, there's a, let's... that's a whole subculture, too. Like, scrappers or scalpers. Or... Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Um. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's move on to the next change. Let's see yes, how. Yes. Yes. God, all because Elon right. Musk doesn't know how to run a false flag <laughs> operation. <laughs> all because Elon Musk memed too hard. Uh, nine of clubs goes on space elevators. Nine of clubs. Clubs is once again political. Wow, a lot of political changes happening. Uh. This discredits or destroys an influential political uh, leader. This is... Oh, a leader. Yeah, really fascinating. An individual leader. I think there was, a, like part of the tapestry of all of this, there was a Republican president who was very much mm. against expanding our space program. Like there was a lot of excitement around the Thai space elevator and there was a push and this person goes on record that like that's a waste of our budget. What we need to do is continue funding, funneling mil billions of dollars to our military for some reason. Um, and they, they were very outwardly against space. And guess what? There's an explosion of industry in space. There is so much that uh, the U.S., became missing out on within four years that it absolutely tanked this Jagoff's career. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think that's perfect. <laughs> I mean, and like, I, I love the idea that that was kind of like, I mean, there, you know, there would have been a second space race as soon as 
whiff of this sort of technology was created and maybe even ahead of time when people were trying to come up with these ideas yeah and, and instead this this uh, politician sort of took the starter pistol uh for that race and shot the u.s directly in the foot uh <laughs> and we've been yeah, kind of you know, dealing with pushed, that pushed it towards like rocket development because that could also be used for missiles or something he was like sticking to like yeah i really like that. yep i mean hey that that's easy I, we, we are now we are now on our last round of change oh, polls here so I don't, know, I don't know what continues to happen here oh goodness ace of clubs goes ace of clubs on ar goggles does Holy. the value correlate to impact what uh yes G generally okay. speaking like some of the them are really hard to define that like you know an eight is probably not much better than a five or whatnot but yeah. certainly the face but cards two uh, are ace big kind of thing. yeah ace of clubs you said so that is once again political oh what was it was it clubs yes sorry all right so this brings about an unprecedented era of peace or aids a, a movement battling injustice and oppression uh through ar goggles i think they somehow they somehow so i think it's like a, a vigilante group that have somehow like backdoored these goggles and are using their ability to like see through all the layers of different people's avatars that they're they can identify you know so so if there's like supremacist organizations that that you know i like put a marking or completely alter themselves into some thing they they see through all those layers and they like just hunt down these these people that they deem to be like part of these groups or whatsoever but there's obviously like a super intense pushback to this group as well because they're yeah. they're also kind of intrinsically violating everybody's privacy. What what about like cuz it's it's the a, it's the fact that the AR goggles exist that is like causing this change, okay. right? Like it's it's the fact that people are living in altered reality and we did just come through like there is a revolution kind of in how people experience identity. Mhm. Mm what if like things like institutionalized racism and ableism and other things start to make less sense as people start to exist in progressively more digital spaces? Um, that might be like overly optimistic, but you know, I, like I'm thinking if I were to say a vigilante group actually manages to take out supremacists, which is very cool. That feels more like a, uh, an artifact of data gathering um, than, mm -hmm. than it does of like the fact that people are experiencing AR goggles uh, in some way. What if the definition of some, so kind of off of what you were saying, kind of like what if the definition of, of either family or community or something like that shifts or expands. Yeah. And so yeah. like 
you know, because there's this, you know, like maybe, maybe like birthright becomes less of a thing. Yeah, I I like the idea that that yeah maybe it has just changed the perspectives of of an entire generation so much that the some of the like old ideas that enabled a lot of our institutionalized terribleness that we unleash upon the world like the things that those assumptions that those depend on kind of break down very suddenly because like, those levers just don't exist anymore i'm picturing kids on the playground being like what if i was your sister and like changing their avatar to look like a relative of each other and like experiencing that kind of biological familiarity with each other across a friendship and all of that and like this like all of those things that we assume can only be obtained through either genetics or like i said birthright or like community can now be shared almost at the touch of a button yeah yeah i i think that's interesting it's very like it's very like old school sci-fi philosophical like yeah what if this was the result of this instead of a corporation just trying to exploit it for profit somehow uh it's almost like yeah. a nicer less sexual version of the um uh i keep wanting to say v for vendetta but that's not it it's the aldous huxley everybody takes drugs book oh uh brave new yes. world yes yeah 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 like instead of being like very uh based on hierarchy it's like kind of a uniform breaking down of hierarchy yeah yeah Uh, uh, yeah yeah because they have like that kind of yeah it's a weird book if you haven't read it read it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh cool what what's next what's up next this one's just like sitting on top so i'm gonna that one was risky because it was like lying yeah, you, I can over see. those two cards that I hear. They're like touching right at the bottom. <laughs> Ooh, so close. That almost ended the world. Yeah. Almost ended the almost world. Almost ended the world. Um, nine of spades, tops, UV light patches. All right. Spades is personal. Oh, um, I like that. Ushers in a new widely accepted standard of personal liberty. <laughs> nudism yeah man (laughs) i think that's it (laughs) that's the brave new world angle (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i feel like that doesn't even Uh, need any more to say about a development (laughs) this is warm places you don't need clothes why you bother it with yeah. them you got the patch and it works too if you don't want to see naked people you can probably put a sensor bar on your, your VR goggles AR, yeah god uh, the, it's all the doofuses that live in this world walking around in like shoes oh and ar goggles and nothing else i'm just picturing like i don't even want to picture like the dad jokes that these ar avatars would produce you know uh, all right oh i ended the world oh i yes. really oh, did not boy. think that was gonna do that but i have a i have a break right about nine o'clock 
I drew the I King of Diamonds. So curious. King of Diamonds ends start starts the Doomsday Clock. Let's uh, first start with uh, okay. Um, and this is Diamonds. Diamonds is economic. Uh, well, creates a period of harsh economic depression. Uh, so which 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 innovation That's was this? the copyright? Okay, it all comes to I think. Hey, we we tried it. Whatever negotiation absolutely failed. Um, completely, completely went the wrong way. I think corporations withdraw from the United States writ large. The United States uh, kind of can't really deal on the same level with its former allies and just loses its place in the world in like a, a really profound and, and fundamental way uh yeah and yeah i see this not as like an inherent failure of the system that the no copyright would have produced but instead like because all of these other countries were protecting copyrights and the and all of the companies just fled to those you know those political areas um and there, there is the thing that we need to keep in mind is that this is directly related to the new television or news program that kicked this all off. That yeah. is the change that the news program is, is doing. So, you know, I think there was a heavy step to try and correct uh, the mistake that, that, that he made in memeing away uh, copyrights held by corporations. Elon Musk viciously attacked like this system around the world. Yeah and destroyed kind of the united states and its whole like thing yeah and i, I can see that producing exceptionally ve vehemently opposed groups within the u.s of kind of like the told you so group and the we were right you guys all screwed it up group <laughs> yeah also maybe our place on the international stage would be better if you hadn't i don't know decided not to invest in space development <laughs> yeah at yeah the, <laughs> at the new genesis we could all go so hide from our problems in space but no no <laughs> um great so we, we will get to the doomsday clock in a second um uh, for, first things first, we, we've got to pull that last change. Yes. Well, now the, now the pressure's off. I can't end the world twice, right? Yeah. Uh, Ace of Hearts. Ace of Hearts. Ooh. For high space elevators. I like this. This is a social change. I'm going to make a Thai um, restaurant called Space Elevator now inspires a revolutionary upheaval causing marginalized classes to seize rights power and prosperity space salvage yeah this is space wanna... sovereignty people oh. like eventually i think this space elevator does develop into humans can get up there is a big like uh m migrational move or perhaps even better uh, all of the billionaires go to space and, you know, one of these platforms just explode and they all die. And who's There's left like on the ground? <laughs> it would yeah. have to be a very big platform. 50, 50, there are 15 billionaires and they all had 90% of the world's money yeah. and they all died in space watching Elon Musk's bad show that destroyed America. Uh, <laughs> but 
like you know what whatever it is like through through the development of this space program uh like suddenly barriers that marginalized people had in the past are not in place anymore and they actually seize the reign of power and i i kind of think like the fall of the united states has a pretty heavy play in all of this like kind of our approach to international politics and keeping the rest of the world down to uplift us policies like this the cia ain't shit anymore so i also like the idea that that thailand part of the so so i'm gonna ramble into this uh world war ii technology like exploded because they 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 did abolish patents uh, and copyright mm-hmm. um and so i like the idea that the u.s abolishes patents and thailand abolishes patents and that's part of what prompts this because all of thailand's uh tech companies end up basically either intentionally collaborating or unintentionally collaborating because they can all use each other's materials and it just yeah rockets through like the the speed at which they develop these things just yeah i i kind of think it is it fails in the united states because the united states was kind of trying to operate it their way but thailand uh, is pretty much like well we have the most important frontier market ever and we kind of control it uh Mm -hmm. and all of our corporations are focused on that development and they're not the greedy, profit-hungry monsters or don't have the same levers to be greedy, profit-hungry monsters because say, yeah, they don't hold those copyrights. They weren't already populated by <laughs> greedy, pocket-hunted monsters. Yeah, yeah. Boy, boy, howdy. So that that is like a cool note. I think this is just like a major paradigm shift uh, on the world stage. But, but... Uh, we have to deal with the doomsday clock here. Um, so the doomsday clock is, I need you to draw just any card from anywhere. I assume I can't draw from the piles. Yeah, you're not drawing from the piles, <laughs> just from the, from the ring still. All right. right One of the face down clock. cards. Three of diamonds. Okay, so this is an odd card. Um the changes caused by this development have created an urgent timeline to reduce the impact of an inevitable tragedy. Um, so basically, something big and bad is destined to happen, and we have a very short period of time to make it not as terrible as it could possibly be. This is not much different from the world that we live in today. Um, On that note, what if the space elevators worked kind of in every way except for their original intent which was to stop the the satellite uh cataclysm yeah they were built to do that but very quickly like started getting co-opted to do other things because there's Such not a lot of things in space. Yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of <laughs> monetary incentive to clean up messes. Unfortunately, it, yeah. it, it usually is on, well, let's make more messes because that's where the profit comes from. So yeah, like now it's like, oh, this is going to happen. Like the, the like mm-hmm. the satellite network is going to crash down and could very potentially take out 
all of our big space platforms, like the tragic event yeah. or that killed all the billionaires uh, uh, not <laughs> too long ago. Um, so yeah, like this. It's like someone writes the opposite of uh, um, American Pie for that day. Really, it's the day what, the money what died. I. <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's very upbeat um i I, yeah. I think i think what what it is is like the thai space agency is like kind of calling uh on the international stage like hey there is going to be a cataclysmic cascade of all of our mm -hmm. space-based technology we have to create a plan now to rebuild it, Absolutely. like clean up and rebuild it as quickly as possible, um, because it's still going to be bad. We still lose GPS. We basically can't fly planes anymore yeah. for like yeah. a couple decades. So right now we're just figuring out how to mitigate that in the meantime and rebuild it to be stronger in the future. Uh, so yeah. that that's Absolutely. what it is. Um, Do I draw more cards? No, that's that's it. That's no, the, that's, that's the, the oh, awesome. That's the game. That's the game. We we, we had Excellent. four oh. uh, innovations that each uh, caused three major changes, and one of them set off the doomsday clock. Which, you know, the world isn't necessarily going to end, but it is going to suffer a huge problem. Forever, and yeah. they we can only mitigate it at this point. I. I promise, audience, that James and I did not communicate ahead of time about this, because part of the <laughs> part of the setup for this setting that I want to write is that basically a spacefaring civilization that is then rebound to its home planet. Oh wow! Gosh, of course, yeah. And it just all, I, I, I even wasn't like quite thinking about that because I'd gotten so into the world that we had been designing that I'd forgotten my original, <laughs> my, my original idea. And then I was like, oh my God. We, uh. Yeah. So buy this book because awesome. it kind of miraculously ties into <laughs> yeah. all the ideas you already have. It actually reads your mind and <laughs> also shuffles your cards. Wow. Wow! Wow! Ah, uh, what what a what a fun setting that is. Yeah. <laughs> dark, but fun. Yeah, uh, literally thinking? dark after all the satellites <laughs> blot out the sun. I mean that's true. Uh, <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for for having me on to do this. This this was so much fun. Of course, thank you for tweeting and collecting all of the podcast scragglers on twitter to to do this with you scragglers <laughs> isn't the right word i was trying to come up with a funny <laughs> the masses uh the, the podcast proletariat um there it uh, is I, there it is your podcast bernie sanders copyrights can't be held fuck you that's my <laughs> yeah, favorite yeah. bernie sanders quote <laughs> It hasn't come up yet, but hopefully uh, it will. <laughs> but it will. Um, the book said so. And as we know. Book, book, book doesn't lie, baby. The book is psychic. Furries are the future. Um, <laughs> furries uh, are if, the future. <laughs> Bernie Sanders 
will destroy destroy copyright. copyright. Um, If you would like to pick up a copy of this book yourself, you can head to bit.ly slash ultimate world building. That has a list of all the major retailers that that, uh, carry it, but it's distributed uh, by Simon & Schuster, which means you can pick it up at any indie brick and mortar you like, including your friendly local game store. Uh, just give them a call, and I'd much rather you be giving your money to them than any of the mega corporations that might be causing some of the problems that we heard about today. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, th- that. I wish them a very happy space flight. <laughs> yeah, enjoy that platform while it lasts. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think yeah. that's that's it for me. I'm gonna hit stop on the old recording. Yeah, I and mean, that was just so much fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter, at One Hour One Offs, and you can find our show, also One Hour One Offs, wherever you get your podcasts.